0: Let's go, girls.
1: From New York City to Los Angeles, powered up with Beck and Franklin, is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are fabulous knows no limits now it's time for you to expand your boundaries here are sandra beck and linda franklin Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with
2: Linda Franklin, and we've got such a groundbreaking show today. This is part of our new season for 2017-2018, and we've been on the air uh, five years now, so it's very exciting time for both Linda and I. And Linda, I have to tell you In the last couple years, I've felt this shift, and at first I thought it was just me, but I have clients in Israel, and in Australia, and England, and Canada, and South America, and they all started reflecting to me that they felt there was a shift, there was a change happening, and then I looked at the uh, Lori Johnson's newsletter. You know, we've had Lori on regularly, and she talks about this shift, and With this shift comes a new way of being, a new way of thinking, a new way of conducting business, conducting friendships, conducting families. You know, all of these things are shifting. And if we don't shift with it, we're going to be left behind. And one of the things that I want to talk about this season with you is how do we adjust to that shift?
3: No, I, I mean we have to, as you said, we have to. I don't think we have a choice. I mean, just look at what's going on today. I mean, we've got we've we had this horrendous uh, Hurricane Harvey that practically inundated Houston and and the surrounding areas there. Um, unprecedented Hurricane unprecedented amount of rain that fell. Now we've got another hurricane brewing called Irma. It's a Category 5. So that's going to come. It's going to hit a lot of islands, and it's going to end up, they're not sure yet, but it certainly looks like it's going to hit Florida. And then our lovely president today talked about DACA sending back all of these immigrants that were born here, went to school here, worked here, and now they're faced with, oh, my God, what's next? Um, and North Korea, and the economy, and, and everything, I mean, it's undeniable. You just have to feel it, Look at, look at the news every day, and talk to people, and you can see that there is fear all around you. So what are you going to do? Are you going to play into the fear, or are you going to raise your consciousness above that so you can thrive? And again, yes, that's what this show is about this year, because there's so much happening. And if we play into the party line, it's going to be, it's not, it's, it's too much. But there has been a shift. You know, we talked about it last year when we went um, from the Piscean Age into the Aquarian Age, but we're at the very, very beginning of it. So that's what, there's so much tumult in every everywhere you turn because everything is changing and people just are gripping on by their fingernails trying to hold on to what was and you just can't do it anymore so i'm hoping along with you that this season that we can we can talk out our own our own things what's going on in our lives how we're looking at it how the people that that we interact with are looking at it so that we can help all of our listeners adapt to the new way we have to conduct our lives we don't have to i shouldn't have said have to they would want to because the old way just won't work anymore it's just going to bring a lot of fear frustration and and you know what the heck is going on attitude and and we want to we want to clear it up because i know and you know that we can rise above that we can adapt to the changes
2: well and you know some of us aren't feeling fear necessarily but there's a lot of confusion there's a lot of confusion out there that is saying, and this is what I hear in my coaching practice, this is what I hear in my business day, this used to work, now it doesn't. I used to, now I can't. I could, but now I, you know, that now I, now I, now I can't. A lot of the strategies are not working anymore. And yes, there's rampant confusion, rampant fear, But it doesn't have to be this way. And, you know, before I I get too much deep into it, I want to say on both Linda's and my behalf is we haven't figured it all out yet. We're not living perfectly day to day, but we have been actively working on managing this shift for years now.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And you say, you know, people are confused. But what does confusion usually lead to? Confusion leads to fear, it leads to anger, it leads to all the negatives that you do not want in your life. So we have to learn how to get ourselves grounded so that we don't experience those things, and if we do, how to get over them very quickly and, and, and move to, to a higher level, a higher level of consciousness. And we'll explain this as we go along, but it's just so important that people understand where they are in their consciousness and how it reflects on their day-to-day lives.
2: Well, and the choices we make, you know, it's not so much anymore that we make a knee-jerk reaction choice, or you can look at a textbook and say, this is the right decision because these, you know, scholars in the past have said it was. It's a very different ballgame. It's its a completely different environment.
3: Yeah, and the truth is, you don't have any control over, you know, what life is going to throw us. I mean, they're constantly changing circumstances, but you certainly have control of how you handle them. And and again just shifting to realize that all of these things that are happening in the world and to us personally, it's like an opportunity to look deep inside of ourselves to see, you know, how we're contributing to it because we contribute to to we're we're a piece of the world. So how we deal with our issues, you know, it filters out to the people, you know, around us and it filters beyond that. So we have to learn how to be resistant to some of these changes so that we can we can thrive that's what we want to do we want to thrive we want to enjoy our lives we want to be we want to have peace Um, and when you when you turn on the news every day it's so far from peace that you know it has to scare you so we have to we have to bring that peace into our own lives
1: Right.
2: And we have a lot of influence. You know, we influence the people around us. We influence our children, our pets, our family, our friends. And so, yeah. if we can use some of these um, different ways of being, if we can use some of these tools, Linda, you know, we can make a ripple effect. And, and a little pebble dropped into a giant pond, that ripple goes all the way out to the end. Now, we have a fantastic new sponsor to share with you today, and we welcome Fab Fit Fun. Fab Fit Fun is a season. Subscription box with full size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. Imagine opening your own Fun box each season with brands like Michael Stars, Trina Turk, Moroccan Oil, Dr. Brandt, Juice Beauty, Zoya, Beaker, and Chris Nations. Celebrity fans include Martina McBride, Ashley Tisdale, Bethany Frankel, Kyle Richards, and so many more. Each box retails for $49.99 but always has a value of over $200. The fall box will be released in September, and they sell out fast. Don't miss out. Check out www.fabfitfun.com and use the code POWEREDUP, like Powered Up Talk Radio, to save $10 off your first box, making it only $39.99. Again, that's fabfitfun.com and use the code POWEREDUP. Every FabFitFun box has a value of over $200, and it's the perfect way to treat yourself with the most amazing products of the season. Become a member today and get your first box for just $39.99 when you use the code POWEREDUP at FabFitFun.com. With FabFitFun, you get a box of full-size products four times a year. FabFitFun with the code POWEREDUP, order yours today. Now, Linda, when we... When we make these changes, one of the things that I have found is life becomes easier, life becomes sweeter, life becomes more fun. Now, my circumstances haven't changed dramatically, but how I relate to them has. And then as a result, it's like this residual ripple effect more money comes to me, more love comes to me, I feel great every day. It's really an amazing thing and it's just changing some small things. And you know, we talk a lot about how they're what are they, easy? They're simple to change, but they're not easy to do.
3: Yeah, well, you know, life is <laughs> life is simple. It's not easy. But um if you if you want all of those things in your life, then you're going to have to you know, change the way you think about things. Um, it, it's it's as simple as that. And I and I find look, just as you said, when I get out of my own way and don't micromanage, don't plan, don't don't try so hard to make things happen. When I stand back, they come so much easier and they're so much more beautiful and it's the way it it's been planned for us it's it's just it's so hard for people including me i mean you know i'm i'm a control freak i or not so much anymore but i'm i'm learning to to not be because it doesn't work anymore. You know, you were talking about your clients that are saying, well, the things that I was doing for years and years and years, they just aren't working anymore. We're controlling everything isn't working anymore. And it's just, you know, now we look at it as fun. Just stand back. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, you sit in a corner and don't do anything, but you make a plan, you set an intention, you know what you want, But you don't sit there and turn every little screw. You stand back and say, okay, let's see what happens. And it is truly amazing when you do that, what comes to you.
2: Well, and I think it's so important what you said. Nobody's advocating not doing anything, but we're advocating going with the flow. And we're going to talk more about this and some other concepts about raising our consciousness, raising our vibration, kind of going with the flow, but still getting what we want. And that, to me, is the most beautiful dance the universe has given us recently. We'll be back after the break with more from Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin.
1: we've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages.
4: If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can with lessons in joyful living with your host kimberly rinaldi mondays at noon central kimberly rinaldi having created a highly successful coaching practice now teaches lessons in joyful living she believes in empowering others and that through it you have the ability to break through any and all barriers thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose what used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I dot Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. It's
1: words never
0: heard. Here's some fun facts about noses and ears I'll bet you didn't know. Did you know your ears secrete more earwax when you're afraid than when you aren't? And generally, people with asthma have better hearing than those who don't. Now, here's a word for you. When someone gets their ears pierced, they're actually piercing their pinna. The pinna is the fleshy part of the earlobe. Did you know it's possible to sneeze so hard you can break a rib? That happened to my husband's secretary once. And according to research, you'll blow your nose 250 times this year. Scientists have also determined that the smell in your right nostril is more pleasant, while the smell in your left nostril is more accurate. By the way, twice as many men as women can wiggle their ears. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
1: We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's some more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey ladies,
2: this is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Linda Franklin and we're going to open our 2017-18 series with a discussion about consciousness. Now, this is a term that I hear everywhere, Linda. I see it in book after book after book. And, you know, I went to Wikipedia and I went to the dictionary to look up consciousness and it didn't really help me. It's like the state of being awake or aware of your surroundings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. The awareness or perception of something by a person. Yeah, okay. The fact of awareness of the mind itself and its relation to the world. That's kind of airy fairy for me. And what it boiled down to for me, and I'm going to get your definition of consciousness after, is there's basically three people that live in my head there's me and my thoughts you know when i'm actively thinking i'm actively doing the radio show i'm actively thinking about things then there's the monkey chatter in my head which is like an unwelcome guest that stays in my head and and usually puts me down makes fun of things or gives me stupid advice but then there's like this third entity in there and to me that's the consciousness it's kind of like my heart my soul it's not really my thoughts it's not the monkey chatter And it's something that's bigger and more universal. And a lot of times I can only hear that consciousness when I'm quiet, when I'm meditating, when I'm swimming, when I'm not doing, being, you know, listening twenty four seven. I have to kind of like be still to hear that voice. And to me, that is the connection with my consciousness. How do you define it?
3: Yeah, well, it is. is It's your deeper connection to you. It's your deeper connection to your soul. It's your deeper connection to the universe. But when you're really, when your mind is going 100 miles an hour, when you're running around like a one-armed paper hanger, those messages want to go get to you, but they can't because they're blocked, because there's so much going on in your head that you're not allowing that to happen. So consciousness is when you can get quiet, when you can get ready to receive these messages that are going to come. It's about how it's a it's a, it's when you're in when you're in consciousness, you are you've got peace. You've got understanding. You've got joy. You've got all of this beauty around you, because that's what consciousness is, but we block it out, and its I think it's our job to learn how to access it more freely, to get rid of all the things that don't allow us to access it freely, because I think it it's going to become more important to us that we have a life that that's peaceful and and i mean this might get a little bit off of consciousness but consciousness is not the brain consciousness is something separate something it's it's much bigger than the brain it's it's much broader than the brain it is something it's us it's 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 our connection to the universe and and what as our consciousness gets more and more it it takes us to places that we can't even imagine it's gonna take us to. And we wanna learn that. You know, we always talk about heaven on earth. Why do we have to wait to pass on before we're in heaven? We can do it here, but we have to learn how to stay in that place. How do we stay in that in that conscious place where we're aware of what we're doing, what, what is, makes us happy, what doesn't make us happy, because I'm, I'm reading so many books now that are just so enlightening, that this consciousness that we build when we're here in this body, we take with us. It doesn't go away. So, you know, to raise it as high as you can while you're living in this body, in this life, what a gift you're giving to yourself. And to, and to everybody that comes in contact with you.
2: Well, and if you're honest with yourself, you've met people like this. You know, I've met people like this where they just have extraordinary peace or extraordinary grace. And, you know, they may be in very difficult circumstances from my point of view. They may have less, be less, do less, or have more, do more, be more. You know, they could be anywhere on the spectrum. But they have something that I want. And, you know, when you're in the presence of this person, because you just feel different, you feel at peace, you feel good, you feel loved, respected and nurtured, you know, all those good, positive things emanate from these people. And it's not just the luck of the draw, you know, they didn't pop out that way. It's a... I think it's something that you cultivate. I've seen it when I've been traveling around the world, especially in poverty-stricken countries, Linda. I'm amazed at how some of these mothers, you know, young mothers in, in abject poverty with these little children, and they have so much joy. They have so much of what I don't have in the Western world with, you know, my $3,000 this and my $2,000 that and my, you know, TV and serious Radio. And, you know, I'm not bagging on any of those things. They're all very nice. But if it was as simple as acquiring things, then it would be exponentially, happiness would be exponential, contentment would be exponential with your bank book. And that's just not the case.
3: No, it definitely is not the case. You know, you can't buy this. This is something that you have to cultivate. You have to want it. You have to realize how important it is. And you have to let, in order to to get this, again, it's letting go of a lot of the things that you were thought were so important to you. And I, because... Or people, too, because you don 't want anybody in your life that takes you away from that, and we 've discussed this sometimes when you 're in that beautiful space, and you said it beautifully it 's grace, and grace is a beautiful word that describes when you 're in that place of just feeling good I mean it just it 's like you take a deep breath and you just feel so good, um, and when you 're like that people 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 will want to be with you and it's not about how much money you have it's not about what you can do for them it's not about any of that it's just that peacefulness that that way that you feel when you're with that person it's it's it money can't buy that it's no it's just, and it it's something that we can all give to ourselves you know sometimes i'm at the gym and you know they we have these the, 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 a lot of women there, and they're constantly cleaning cleaning the gym. I mean, this gym is spotless, and they're cleaning towels, and they're cleaning the walls, and they're cleaning the mirrors, and blah, 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 and they've got a smile on their face. Sometimes they're singing, and they are in grace. It doesn't matter what they're doing. It doesn't matter. They're just happy that they're here, and they're in this country, and they're they've, they've got a job, and... They're, and they can support their families, and wow, I mean the simplest things, you know it's just and they are are lovely, and I see it I see it all the time. I mean it, where you think the, that certain people you know they've got so much to to worry about, but they they manage to stay in that lovely place, and you can recognize it.
2: Well, you can. You can recognize it. You can feel it. And, you know, the good news is it's not tied to your bank account. It's not tied to the the number on the scale. It's not tied to your dress size. You know, it's something that's achievable to everyone. And I think it's funny to me. I mean, not funny, haha, but funny, ironic that the first time I experienced it was in these uh, countries of abject poverty, because the Western mindset is that we need all these things to be happy. We need all the you know you have to have the education the car the boyfriend the dress size all these things you know that that advertisers and sponsors lead us to believe will make us happy but at the end of the day you know happiness boils down to a lot of uh simple but not easy things to execute because i know i struggle with some of these execution points it's not easy
3: of course, so so have I. I mean, and 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 you grow. I mean, what was important to me in my thirties? Um, you know, every every birthday, and I just had a birthday, so it's fresh. I always make a a birthday list of, of what I of intention that I want for the coming year. I learned that in Shirley McLean's book, Out on the Limb. So I've been doing it for like God, thirty years, and. At the beginning, it was all about, oh, I want to get the promotion. I want to make this much money. I want to, you know, have these even defend. I want to get this. I want to get that. And it's like, oh, boy, when I look back to, to now where it's just I want peace. I, you know, I want to raise my consciousness. I want, to, I want to be happy. I want to, I mean, just all of these things, you know, to get rid of my thorns, you know, all of the things that prevent me from doing that, we call those thorns. I want to get rid of those so I can pull those things out of me so that I can experience that grace. I, I, you know, that that's what's important to me now. I don't know if it's age. I don't know if it's just having all those things and having had that experience, but I certainly know what I want now, and I certainly have rearranged my priority list to put all those things at the very top. Love. You know, love, peace. I mean, it sounds, it's not corny. its It's it's real
2: it is real um and it's it's necessary and i don't think it's age um it's i think it's it's and it's not your your relationship status it's not any of these things i think it just comes to you uh when it's um when it's your time
3: yeah, well, it's my time. You know, I I've, I've been on this spiritual path for, you know, <laughs> a lot of years. I I started when I was 29. And, you know, and it's changed a lot. And but you, you know, you start at the beginning and you kind of work through all of those things and then you go to the next level and the next level and the next level. But the last couple of years, I've gone from kindergarten to, you know, to to college. And I'm hoping to <laughs> to get, you know, my my doctorate in this stuff because I mean, nothing it's the most important thing in my life it is
2: it is because it makes the biggest difference it's the biggest bang for your buck that you will ever spend in investing in yourself and just making some changes we're here today linda franklin and i and we're talking today about transitioning we're talking about making changes and how and when and why we do things very very simple things to do not so easy to keep up but if you stay with us both of us promise that you will reap the rewards you'll reap the benefits it will be a wonderful great mr toad's wild ride you won't want to miss it after the break
1: We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. This is
3: for all you
4: girls about 42.
0: titled The Art of Doing Nothing by Veronica Vienne in our guest room by the bed. I'm telling you, this book is an impossible challenge. In the state of Maine, it's said that someone who bottoms chairs for a living is lazy, presumably because one's bottom is perpetually in the chair. To sozzle means to laze around or perform a task in a sloppy way. The word is mainly found in New England. A quote from 1848 describes the term as, used by housekeepers in certain parts of Connecticut to refer to a lazy person. Other words for lazy people are abbey lubbers, scabberlatchers, and slaughter pooches. To me, the ultimate loblolly is someone who is too lazy to even fake like they're working. It's Margin Day, the world. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app Too Funny for Words.
1: We're back. With Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin, here's some more Powered Up with Beck and
3: Franklin.
1: Hey ladies, this
2: is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franklin and we are talking about the change, the transition. Everything is changing and we need to change along with it. And when we do, we can reap extraordinary results. Linda, I can tell you I sleep better. I feel better. Like I'm just... I'm a better person, I'm a better mother. I mean, I, it sounds like, you know, the magic miracle pill, but it really does make that big a difference.
3: No, it does. And I mean, I, and my husband who, you know, I got to tell you, he's not, he's not, um, he, he lives with me and he knows who I am. But, you know, he's still not ready to, to accept all of the things that, you know, that, that we talk about. But I, he said to me the other day, he said, you know, I do see the change in you because wow. i am you know and and so that that's that's something because i'm much i mean i'm much calmer i was a firecracker and it didn't take much to get me you know to get me going and it and i, I was a firecracker and a control freak because and the, we talk about control freaks, and we'll talk more about it in, in, in shows. But because it's based on fear, what's going to happen if I let go? The whole world is going to fall apart because I'm not going to. Ha- I'm not going to have my finger on the pulse of everything.
0: That's and right. It's such a That's fallacy. It. Mean,
3: it's such a fallacy. I mean, and it's, it's fear-based, it's, and it's hard. It's hard to. It's, to to live your life like that because, it, you know, you constantly have to be, you know, like white-knuckled. Oh, oh my God, it didn't go. You know, I was supposed to be there at 5 and I'm out there at 5.15 and, what you and, and tomorrow morning and I've got to do this and this and this and this. It's, it's, it, how could any good messages, how could you stay in grace when you're like making yourself crazy?
2: Well and making everybody crazy around you. Yes. Like, it's not just a crazy vacuum. You know, these type of behaviors make your kids crazy, your dogs crazy, your spouse crazy, and then they become crazy and it's like a reverb effect and all of a sudden everybody's nuts.
3: Well, we got the president of the United States who's doing that. He, look at look at the lives he's affecting right here. He's not in grace. Oh you know, well,
2: no, I, and, you know, he's not in grace, but, you know, you, t- you take it on a bigger level. The media, you know, the media is the biggest fire fuelers. And then, you know, I, I watch my kids on their cell phone and they're getting news alerts on Korea. And I'm like, focus too. on your math homework. I like, know. We are so addicted to this stuff because it is juicy. It is exciting. And yes, it's fear filled, but it does also make people feel alive.
3: Well, I'm, I, you know, I'm not so sure. You know, when, the, when, and, and people that you know follow the stock market when it's down 250 50 points in a day because you know people are really afraid or because of of North Korea, what's going to happen? And it, you know, it's a concern. I mean, I I don't find that exciting. In fact, you know what? I, I you know I try to block it off as much as I can because I don't want to think about it because, you know, I have no control over that. But I do have control over how I'm going to handle it. Well, that's
2: it. I mean, so much of, you know, the information and the technology that we have to have these instant alerts, you know, information that we wouldn't have until the next day when the newspaper came in the mailbox.
1: Well, that's that's
2: a different world. It's a different world. And so we need different tools to deal with this different world and all this like, Technology saturation of information.
3: Yeah, well, you know, we can we can um, today start to just get into some of uh, some of the things that you know that we've uh, that we're doing uh, that are are helping. I'm not saying that we're perfect, but I think we're doing um, we're certainly you know we're making a difference in our lives by doing these things. And I think the first thing, and it's easier for people to understand because we'll go slow. Um, is silencing the voices in your head
2: there well, and, and ch- you know change begets change linda like when i watched you change i changed like change doesn't exist in a vacuum and everything kind of they're like we're like all ping pong balls bouncing off each other or what do you call those pool balls you know on a pool table and When we become aware of something or one of our friends tells us something, like we're sharing on the radio here, we make one little change. It's amazing the results that come just from that slight little change. Like for me, you know, you were so good in helping me identify the incessant chatter in my head that wasn't serving me at all.
3: No. No. And I just want to say one thing before we get into this again. I mean, for for the listeners, it's much easier to do this work. And I'll call it work, I mean, because it's got huge benefits. But to do it with somebody, somebody that you're on the same wavelength with, somebody that you can talk it out with, someone that wants wants to be in grace as much as you do. Um, I know that if I didn't have people in my life that understood what the, what all of this is, that that maybe we're two steps behind me or or three steps ahead of me, but we're all, I can talk to somebody, I can watch their behavior, I can pattern their behavior because I can see how happy they are. I can see how peaceful they are. I can see how it's working for them. I can see how their lives become so serendipitous. So yeah, I mean, you know, Bring one of your friends. Listen to the shows with, with 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 a group, or or at least one friend, so that you have someone to bounce this off of.
2: Well, yeah, and
3: talk about it. Like, that's the
2: one thing I love that we do, Linda, and I love that we can record our conversations, because we have some of the most amazing conversations about this stuff, and every time I do, I walk away with a little bit more understanding, because this isn't something, you know, it's like learning to play an instrument. You're not going to master it in a weekend.
3: Right, right. So I'm going to get back now to the voices in your head, and sometimes it is just... I, you know, I, I write in, in the book that I'm writing, it's like a tennis match. You know, one one minute, you know, you, oh, who should I go with? Oh, I'm going to go with A, and no, I'm going to go with B. But if I go with A, then B's going to be upset. And I mean, you're having this whole dialogue in your head. It's driving you crazy, and it's all it's doing is taking you further away from where you want to be. And so when you start to recognize that they don't mean anything, I mean, it's just you. It's just you being unsure. It's just you. They don't, they're just, it's nothing. It's, I don't know, how would you describe them? It's just, it's just... It's monkey chatter. It it doesn't mean anything. It's like, you know, if if somebody was talking baby talk, it's the same thing because those words that you're listening to in your head don't mean anything. They're not relevant.
2: Well, and they're not real. Like, you know, and I'm going to put this in an analogy I think that every woman can understand. You go out on a date with a guy and he doesn't call. It's 2 o'clock the next day. And at 10 o'clock, the voice in your head tells you, oh, he's going to call by noon. And then you're all happy. Well, noon comes and goes. Then the voice in your head says, oh, well, he doesn't really like you. He never really liked you. This was all in your head. Then 2 o'clock comes and you go back to, what did I do wrong? Oh, well, you you weren't pretty enough. You weren't thin enough. You weren't smart enough. And then he calls at 4 o'clock and says, hey, I had a busy day. What are you doing? All of that chatter in your head is what drives us all nuts that's one thing that we have to kind of get a lasso around it and and wrangle those horses in because first of all what they told you was contradictory second of all they don't know you know you think it's your own thoughts but it's really not it's like this evil little gremlin in there who just tells you what you want to hear
3: or tells
2: you the worst possible thing
3: yeah and it's and it's your it's your ego playing with you too I mean, it's, it, and it just, it doesn't make any sense. And what it does over time is it makes your body sick. Right. Because you can't, I mean, you... it makes you tense, it makes you hyper, it gives you high blood pressure, all of these things. And, you know, you're doing it to yourself. So, what, you have to ask yourself the question why, why am I doing this? And why am I listening? And what can I do to turn off that volume?
2: Right, right. And, you know, it's the first step, I think, is being aware of what it is. And then yeah. the second step is listening to it and going, wow, if this was my friend, if this was my parent, I would have shot him by now. But yeah, not, that- not only for the bad advice, but the insulting
3: things. Yes, of course. And if, if this was a real person. And you know that uh, in your life, and you you know you went out to the movies, you went out to dinner, and they don't stop talking, and it's it, they keep going off track. Yes, no, yes, no, maybe you know that it, it makes no sense, and they're just driving you insane. You'd say, "Okay, I'll never go out with this person again because they're nuts." But it's you, <laughs> you know, and and it, you're you're the one that's doing this to yourself, right? Right and
2: that's that awareness is like 90% of the battle with this and you know i used to try to try to figure out like what do you need to do to fix this? What do you need? Once you're aware of it and once you realize what it is, you can never go back. Like, there's no way to delude yourself once you recognize that voice in your head and how damaging it is.
3: Yes. And, you know, and it happens at the craziest times. You know, for me, it's it, if I wake up in the middle of the night, then I then I start to think of all these things that I need to do. And I'm saying, okay, and I, I see it, and I stop it real fast. And if, if, it, if, it, if I can't just calm myself down with some breathing or some meditating, you know what? I'll turn on a light. I'll do some reading. I'll turn on the television and set until I fall asleep again. But I refuse to listen to those voices. Right, right. Because, and they're fear-based voices. You know, it, it, it. they're never really happy. Do, they, do, the, do the voices ever tell, hey, you're doing a great job. Keep on doing what you're doing. You are the greatest. I never heard that.
2: No, no. And they're never like, you're so pretty. You're so funny. You're so that's never it. It's like, you're not good enough. You're not good enough. And you're not, not smart enough, thin enough, tall enough, short enough, blonde enough, you know, whatever it is, it's, it's the voice of lack. It's, and it's that it knows exactly where to dig at you. Um, You know, it's almost like a little devil on your shoulder. That's, that's whispering in your ear, you know, all these negative things, but I was ruled by those for a long
3: time. Yes, and look what it does to your life because if you're listening to those voices and if they say you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not going to go for that for that you know, brass ring. You're going to say, nah, I, I can never get it, so why should I even try? I mean, it kills more dreams than, than I can even imagine. Right? I mean, it's just, it. it's kind of, when you oh, look it at it... it kills everything. It kills, kills your every- dreams. It, everything. It, yeah. It kills how, you know, it, it kills... Everything, so life becomes drudgery because there's just no joy. So you're just recognizing what you're doing to yourself is, is the beginning. And then whatever you need to do to stop those voices because realizing they're not real I think is, is a great first step
2: it's a great first step and it's all you need to do you know this this series is going to go on for at least 10 more weeks so we've got lots more coming up stick around you're going to want to get more after these
1: messages we've got lots more powered up with sandra beck and linda franklin after these messages
0: Many prospective college students work under the management of handlers. A tutor helps with SAT preparation, while a consultant concocts the perfect resume to present to colleges. They say the closest people ever come to perfection is on their resume. But college admission staffs aren't so bubbleable. That means gullible when it comes to sorting out students' qualifications. What's another word for a person with enough education to go to college? A tancom. The graduation cap was initially a hood and is believed to date back to the Celtic times when Druid priests wore capes and hoods to symbolize their intelligence. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
4: If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can, with Lessons in Joyful Living, with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Mondays at noon central, Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches Lessons in Joyful Living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to our website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living... With your host, Kimberly Rinaldi.
1: We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin.
2: Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franken, and we are visiting today on the topic of transition and those voices in our head. And Linda, you have a story you want to share with us.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I write about this in my book. Um, You know, Susan, um, Susan worked as a secretary. She was uh, about 33 years old. she loved her boss. She loved her job. She was getting well compensated for everything she did. And then one day she she had like an idea. She wanted to work um, in the company's trading department. And nobody had offered her that job. She just wanted to explore what it would look like. So she went to her boss. She told him of her brilliant idea. And his answer kind of shook her up because he said, you know, I like you. You're smart. I'll give you. I'll give you a chance. But if you if you don't make it, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you out of here because we you know we don't go backwards in this firm. So you either do good or you leave. So Susan wanted her cake and eat it too. I mean, she wanted that fallback position as we all do. You know, what if I don't make it? What if I don't make it? I you know at least I have my job. But that wasn't the case. So she was going through a real epic tennis match in her head where, you know, voice A is saying, go for it, go for it, you're good, this is terrific, and voice is being saying, stay where you're safe. You know, and this went on for days and days and weeks and weeks, and she was like torn apart because she couldn't make a decision. Being on the fence is a killer. Um, And finally she decided that she was going to go for it, and it was a huge leap of faith but she stopped listening to the voices and she dealt intelligent with the pros and the cons of of the choice that she would make. And the voices stopped. And then she, you know, and, and it, as luck turned out, I mean, you know, she went in there and she she learned how to do what she needed to do and she was successful at it. And she ended up being the first female partner in the firm. But can you imagine if she... It had listened to the voices that said, "No, you're not smart enough. You don't have a college education. You don't have any experience. All, they're all men. You're the only woman. You know, and they're going to try. You know, they're gonna, their egos are going to try to tear you apart. You know, just stay where you are." But luckily, she didn't do that. She just she turned off the voices and said, "I'm going for it, and we'll see what happens."
2: Well, and Susan, even though we changed her name, Susan's a true story. You know, it's a true story. You and I both know her very well. Yes. And what a difference in her life, what a different path she would have taken if she had listened to those voices.
3: Absolutely. I mean, you know, we all come to these crossroads. That was a crossroad in her life because it changed so many different things. But, you know, but we come up with those little smaller decisions you know sometimes daily weekly you know what are we going to do and if we if we listen to the voices in our head chances are we're not going to we're not going to go where we need to go that's why we said at the beginning of the show just stand back let it go and just 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 watch what happens and don't get you know in such a a, a war with yourself over every little thing because doesn't
1: work
2: no it doesn't work and you know more often than not it's the things that we don't take advantage of that are our greatest regrets at the end of a life I mean I don't know not at the end of my life but my mom at the end of her life shared with me you know she said go for it you know and she had told me she wished she had gone for it more because At the end of your life, you look back and go, you know, so what if I tried and failed? So what if I didn't get the brass ring? I tried. And, you know, nobody says at the end of their life, I wish I had tried less.
3: No, absolutely. And, you know, and and if you're quiet and you just, you know, watch life unfold um, and you're, you know, you keep raising your consciousness level, you're going to be amazed because I don't think in your wildest dream that you could even imagine those things for yourself. Because those no. voices in your head won't let you do it, but when you turn them off and you pull out all of that fear and all of that control and all of the things that that keep you from doing it, and you're you're just you're just like a vessel. You're just clear. You're open. Right. I'm, you're, you're clear. And You're open to receive all these wonderful things, but you have to do the work. You have to. You have to get out of that listening to everybody else. You know. Being fearful, being controlling, and whatever your particular issues are, you got to let them go because, in the long run, they they're just it just isn't worth it. It takes away a life, It takes away joy. It
2: does. It takes away. It robs you from. Um, it robs you from what could be.
3: Yeah. So I mean, you know, we hear, you hear stories all the time of you know people call them miracles. Oh, you know, it was such a miracle that this happened to this one or this one. But you know, we create our own miracles because when we're when we are when we are conscious, when we keep going to another level where we block out the stuff that isn't helpful to us and and bring in the grace that is, that's what that's we're we're creating these miracles for ourselves. And these miracles Yeah, and these miracles are not just for now. We're taking all those miracles. We're taking those miracles in this life and we're taking them on to to wherever we're going afterwards and it, you know, it's just a win-win. So, I mean, let's not be stubborn and hold on to what was because it doesn't work anymore. This no, is a new it a new work. world. It's a new world. And you know, if if people are resistant to to understanding that, you know, either Mother Nature is going to knock that out of us with all of this weather craziness, or the president is going to knock us out of with all these crazy things that he's doing, or, you know, people, it, it just, it, your work is going to be different. I mean, things are changing so fast. I mean, whoever thought that the shopping mall was going to be like a, a dinosaur because things like Amazon come along you know, artificial intelligence comes along. I mean, it is just like a sweep. It's like the Industrial Revolution, only in our age.
2: Right, it's the technological revolution. You know, when I say the word blockbuster, recently we talked about blockbuster. I totally forgot about blockbuster and how exciting it was to go to get a video or rent a DVD. And you know, now you know, I I can't even tell you where there's a blockbuster store. And now we have Redbox and all these cool streaming. You know, Netflix, Netflix and, Amazon and Amazon Prime.
3: Amazon. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a whole
2: new world.
3: It is. It is a whole new world. And and you know, cars that are going to drive themselves. And uh, (laughs) it's it's going to be, that's why we have to, we have to stay centered. We have to be in our own, our own special little world um, to be able to navigate all of that. Because um, if we let fear get the best of us or uncertainty get the best of us or anger get the best of us, we're not, we're, we're just, it's, it's going to over, it's going to overwhelm and overtake us. But we can, but we can control it and that's the beautiful thing. We can make a change, we can make a difference.
2: It is. It's all about making a difference. And so much of what we can control is right in our own psyche. It's in our own personality. It's in our own choices. And when we make different choices, we get different results. And if what you're doing isn't working for you, then take a listen to those voices in your head and see what they're telling you. And make a choice not to listen, make a choice, because they will go away. They get fainter and fainter and fainter, and then they kind of rear their ugly heads once in a while, but most of the time, you know, they stay away.
3: Yeah, no, it's, but, it you know, it's a discipline. Um, it's like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it's going to get. Um, so you can't, you know, say, well, I'm going to do it today. Oh, it didn't work today. Forget about it. It's not going to work. I mean, it, this is something that, you know, you it, it's it's your life, so it's really important that you pay attention to it. It really needs to go to the top of your priority list.
2: Right to the top of the priority list. If you make no other change in your lifetime, Honoring, acknowledging, and ignoring those voices in your head can make all the difference.
3: Yeah, and we're you know we're proof of that. You know, you 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 have stories. I have stories. Our friends have stories. Yes, it you know this is this is this it it works. It works every time. the more, the The higher you go, we call it a layer cake of consciousness. And the higher you go on the conscious uh, on this layer cake, your life becomes simpler. You don't have to work so hard. You don't have to try no. so hard. It just comes to you, and that's what we want for all of our listeners. That's what we want for ourselves. So, you know, we're working right along with you to, to, to make these changes because we realize how very important they are.
2: They are so important. And like I said, if you want to have greater confidence, if you want to reach more, do more, try more, or just feel good. Once you shut those voices up in your head, it's amazing how you can wake up in the morning. Now, all things being equal, you will feel good. It's like it's like a, the best anti-anxiety, anti-depression drug I know.
3: Yeah. And you know and that, that that's just the beginning um, of of what we're going to talk about. But it, it's a great start because I think everybody can relate to that. I don't think there's everybody. anybody. I don't think there's anybody on the planet that isn't hearing those incessant voices in their head. Um, but they can be quieted, and that's the beauty of it.
2: Yeah and you don't need any special anything. You just have to acknowledge that they're there. It was helpful for me to start writing some of these down like, you know, over a specific incident and you know, I kind of kind of kept track of them in my day planner and that's when I really saw how crazy they were and you know how much bad advice and how negative they were and I really needed to to stop that. And I think it's an easy exercise for anybody who wants to monitor the voices in their head. You grab a piece of paper. You know, write down what's what your thoughts are and what's coming in your head that you're not generating. It's really that simple.
3: Yes, and then and, and then as we move along in this series, then we're going to say, well, why why is that happening? Why why is why are was the, those voices so negative? What in the what what is in us that made that that made it so hard for ourselves? And then you know, then you dig deeper and deeper and deeper. It's all layers.
2: It's all layers. Um, I want to thank you for listening today, Linda. And I are so pleased to be able to bring you this information. It's changed our lives, and we are both works in progress. We are struggling, you know, with these changes as much as anybody. But we've had the luxury of having lots of great people on our show in the last couple years that have guided us, directed us in different ways, and we bring that information to you. Uh, for more shows like this, check out powereduptalkradio.com. You can go to iTunes for Powered Up Talk Radio. We'll be back again next week.